0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today, oh, I'm sorry, my apologies. I am Aiden Wolf. I'm with Chase Tullicio. Yo, yo, yo. Today, I was so excited to get through this, though. Today, we are sitting down with Mr. America, Andrew Templeman.
1: Yeah.
2: Temp, say what's up. Good to be here. Good to be here. Appreciate you having me on. Temp,
0: before we uh, get into like these big, deep discussions, I want to know what your plan is for next year.
2: Uh, it's a tough question. So a lot of us still up in the air with uh, have a few medical issues got to get sorted through. Um, I'm currently in the uh, Army National Guard, and so I'd like to continue with that, but they are pretty strict about who they let in, who they let stay, if there's any kind of uh, new medical issues that come up, so I'm still sorting through that, but definitely looking at college. Def- so So you
0: were planning on joining the Army you add everything going that way, but then you're getting head surgery or something like that?
2: So yeah, there's, um, there's a bone behind my left eye that's currently growing inward, and it's been pressing on a few nerves that it definitely shouldn't be. And so that's gonna need to get removed um, surgically. And so because of that, the uh, it's likely that the army will probably drop me, they'll medically discharge me. So, yeah, things are still up in the air a little bit, but uh, I'm still waiting to hear back from a few different people on that. Okay. And I remember you said
0: when that happened, if, if you can't join the Army, you're not allowed to ever rejoin it. Is that true?
2: Yeah. If you get discharged medically for something like this, they, um, they really don't let you back. If it's something a little different, like, say, your body fat percentage got too high, if you joined back, say, 10 years down the line, they can let you back in, but for something like this that could come back later in life, that's very, very slim chance.
0: So what was your plan exactly when you joined
2: the Army? What were you, you going to do? Well, I wanted to – the way they do it is they have you work. You go to basically boot camp over the summer, and then if you get an option approved, which I did, then you're allowed to go to college, and they will pay for it. They have a big tuition and fee waiver. They have all kinds of different scholarships they give. Basically, sending most of their guys to college for free, and okay. so that had been the goal.
0: Could you uh, move your surgery till after you joined the army, or?
2: Uh, no, the timeline is completely up to what the surgeons and what the um, medical staff can do. It's not at all up to me what or what their time frame is. Okay, Dang.
0: so you kind of got screwed there now, and yeah. you you applied to other schools though. So, yeah, so now you're going to a, go to college?
2: Yeah, I've applied to a bunch of different places. Um, and so it's just kind of narrowing down the decision based on finances, or finance is a big part of the decision.
0: Okay. So, you're going to go to, you're probably going to go to UGA, Georgia? That's what, that's what I'm looking at, yeah. All right, that's a good school, Chase.
1: That is a great school. Go Bulldogs.
0: Wow, that's that's unfortunate. I mean,. Me and Chase love our uh, love our soldiers. Yeah,
1: we do. God bless America, baby.
0: Well, I have a I have a question for you. So, I know you have you take this class because you're in the period before me, but I don't agree with the teacher asking the students this question. But he did anyways. Um, when he our teacher asked, like, who in here loves America, or would want to stay and live in America, stuff like that, or if they think if it's a free country. He asked us some personal questions that he probably shouldn't have asked, but whatever. And I remember sitting there, and me and, like, through five other students, maybe three to five other students out of a class of, like, 20, 25, were the only people that raised our hands. And I just want to ask, because you were going to fight for this country. Yeah. What's it like to go into uh, uh, the Army knowing that many st- people like don't love America as much as they used
2: to? Well, I think the one thing that a lot of people forget about and it tends to be those people that say, you know, I don't like America. I don't like our policies. The biggest thing they always forget is that we are actually allowed to have those types of conversations. Exactly. So many places in the world, people can't say that. They can't mm-hmm. speak out any kind of negativity against the government. But we have that ability. And yes, there is a lot of people who will say that and say they don't like America and say they can they'll still stay here because they like the freedom that we provide but it's all they will do is badmouth it and it's really it's disappointing and it's hard but at the same time while you do have people like that you also have other people exactly who are the exact opposite who are proud who enjoy every part of this country and will stand by it. Until, you know, until they die. And yep. I, I am very proud to be among those people. And that's why I joined the Army, is that sense of pride in America and in what we can accomplish, what we will accomplish, and what we have accomplished. It's stuff like that. That's why I joined.
0: That's, that's awesome. That is, yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I guess if those people want to leave, just let them leave. We don't want them here. They're going to talk badly about this country. Yeah, but you're right. No one knows how lucky we are. If Say you're in um, these other countries. If you say anything bad about the government, you'll go to jail. Disappear. Yeah. You'll we'll be killed. I know. It's it's awful. So, I mean, people say, oh, there's other free countries, Canada, the Netherlands. But there's nothing like America. America's the powerhouse of the world. Damn right. Let's go. Um, yeah, Temp. That that was that was some good some good wording you had there. Talk to us about the basketball season.
2: Oh, the basketball season. Well, it um, of course it didn't end the way we wanted it to. We were at the end of all the games we played. We were ranked thirty second, and the top thirty two teams make the tournament. But they were, there was still a few play in. Uh, games that had to happen and we just got bumped out to 33rd so we didn't actually end up making the tournament Mm -hmm. so that was unfortunate but as a whole it was really enjoyable I mean I love basketball I've played it since you know third grade in big blue hoops it's something I've stuck with for a long time it was tough to see it go that way but at the end of the day I mean I loved every second of it Uh, you know winning that bus ride home after an away game or hearing people get loud in the stands, it's just, it's...
0: Those people getting loud were me and Chase.
2: I heard you. Every game, every game that I was, that was at home. They don't know you, son. They don't know me. And it's just, it's, it's getting to play for that, getting to play for other people, getting to play for that noise, that feeling, stepping onto the court. When you hit a shot, you know, when you almost dunk the ball, in my case. Just hearing people get loud, it's, you know... There's nothing like it. I'm sure you yeah. felt it for football, when people get loud after a big play.
0: Yeah, totally. Nothing beats that feeling. So, do you think you'd play basketball in, in uh, college?
2: Well, if yeah. I go to UGA, definitely not. Uh, they're, they're good. They're pretty pretty gross. But, um, I don't know, I'd like to. That's why I haven't um, officially committed yet is, uh, to UGA is – if I'm looking to actually continue playing basketball, that's still a decision I have to make. If I wanted to, I could probably go somewhere like you know Salem State, Plymouth State, some.
0: Well, I have a, I have a chase. I have a question, big question. Do you think it's worth going to college to play a D three sport?
1: Yes and no. Because
0: you're playing it because you love you you love the sport, which is why you're playing it. But you're also taking four important years out of your life to play this sport and you're not there's no financial income from playing this sport. You're spending a lot of money. Plus you should take college as such an advantage where you should go because well, of a uh
1: study. I'm gonna tell you a story, okay? Yeah. Okay, so back in the nineteen eighties there was a football player for Plymouth State. As you know Plymouth State, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. small yeah. school, yeah. D three, right? Yeah. You know, all these guys were winning the Heisman's, you know what I mean? At like, you know, these D one schools like UGA, Alabama, you know, all these good ass schools. Well there was this guy whose name was Job Dudek, right? He played for Plymouth State and was in the he was in the running for a Heisman trophy. At a D three. At Plymouth State. Jeez. You can look the you can look this story up. It's it's true. I'm not making any of it up. Yeah. Well, my point is, is it's more just cause, it's just you know, the glory of it. I guess is mainly the big part of it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I'm. I know my brother. He plays lacrosse at college. But what but division is that? It's three, but he committed to the. He didn't commit for lacrosse. He committed to the school. For um, construction management, and then he he joined the team his sophomore year, but to I feel like if you're going, if you were to just temp go to Salem State to play basketball, and you're not going for and you're not going to get a good education, and you're not playing for a good education, I don't think that that's a smart idea. I mean, in some cases, the only way people get into college is through sports but you can
2: obviously... Yeah, it's... Well, at the same time, the reason... That's just my opinion. Yeah, the reason Salem State's still an option is because of what I want to go into. Like, I want to go in and and get a social work degree. And Salem State actually has a really good social work program. Obviously, UGA's is ranked significantly higher. I think UGA is, like, fourth in the country for it. Um, But it's just... The fact that it's an opportunity that I could continue and actually go play at that next level.
0: Yeah, I mean... That's, that's a big thing, just creating opportunities for yourself. Always have different schools. Like Chase, I think what he's doing is smart. Taking the year off, going to work, make some money, and then you're giving yourself the opportunity to go to different places. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's smart. Because people at our age, they think, oh, it's my senior year. The trend is to go to college next year. I'm just going to go to college. I don't know what I want to study. It's a lot of money to do that. And yeah. it's not a smart decision in Spanish class. There was a student who said that their intent to go to college is to just live the college experience and party and meet new people and stuff, which, to a certain degree, that's okay. I mean, no matter where you go, that's probably going to happen, but it's a lot of money to just go and party and not take it seriously. But Whatever, though. Right, Temp?
2: Yeah, I mean, people will do what they want to do, but yeah. I just think that they could be getting a whole lot more out of it if they took it more seriously, took advantage of the opportunity, but if that's yeah. what they want to do.
0: I mean, you hear it all the time. These early 20s are very important years in your life. It can start to put you on a path, but I guess it's still a young age, but whatever. Um, this is a big question, Temp. What does it mean to you to be an American?
2: Um, well, being American affects every part of your life, everything you're able to do. Again, I mean, there's, there's no place like it. No matter where you go in the world, there's no place where you can go and you'd have the same opportunities, the same freedoms that you do in America. And I'm not saying we've had our fair share of issues, every country has, but the fact that we're still standing after it, and we are still the United States of America. We're still all 50 states, four territories. We still have 50 for National Guards over all those states and territories. We're still together. We're still here. We'll be here tomorrow. We'll be here next week. It's the same America that was created back in 1776 that still stands today. And that, as long as you accept that and you accept that we will keep making progress and keep moving forward, that's all you need to be an American.
0: Well said.
1: Very well said.
0: So you are going to... I don't know how to word this. This is probably going to be edit. Uh So the Navy SEALs, is, is, is that the hardest training in the whole system there? Because I know they have Hell Week, six-month-long
2: training. Well, almost any special, special forces will have its own Hell Week. And Navy SEALs is probably the most famous... Um, I mean, you hear about the surf training yeah. where you link arms and you lay there with the waves crashing on you, you lay there for a long, long time and you know, you're not in good shape. I mean, if you know, the three of us went to the beach and we were to do that, we'd probably walk away. Okay. But after what they've been through to do surf training mm-hmm. is quite literally hell. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're starved. They don't give you bathroom breaks. They don't, don't give sleep. you breaks. You don't sleep. Um, And it's, yes, it is a very famous, hellish training, but to come out a Navy SEAL is one of the biggest honors you can have. Um, Like I know the Army Rangers, Green Berets, there's a ton of different specialists that don't have their training as famous. That's also because they haven't, their respective groups haven't done as much as I think the Navy SEALs have. Um, I have incredible respect um, for everyone who goes through that training, whether they fail or pass, they still stood up and said, I want to do that. And they gave it all they had because you don't just quit because it got hard on day one. You quit because you actually couldn't do it. And that means I have even more respect for the people who could do it, who could get yeah. through that. Um, and I'm proud because those are the real heroes of our country. There's people like the Navy SEALs, people in those jobs. Who have been through the training, have been through the hell, and are still standing as a result of it, and they're all the better for it.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna change up the subject because I quick thought, but um, so explain to us. Your house is right next to the church that you own, right?
2: Uh, I wouldn't like to say we own it, but yes, technically. So
0: your dad's the priest of what? What's it called?
2: The Church of the Holy Name. Okay, and.
0: So you go to church every Sunday. Yes. And are you, like, you're very religious?
2: Yes. So are you, are you Orthodox? Uh, Episcopalian. What's that? It's somewhere in between... Um, Conservative right? and Orthodox? Kind of. It's in between Catholic and, I'd say, Baptist. It's somewhere in the middle of that. Okay. There's stuff from both sides. So do you
0: help out your dad at all? Do you speak in front of people or?
2: Well, he, he does the preaching. I mean, you'll never see me up on the altar preaching a sermon, but, um, those inside jobs that have to get done to keep the church moving. I mean, within the past five, 10 years, church has seriously diminished. There's just not, people just don't go anymore. They mm-hmm. don't bring their kids and their kids don't start. You think,
0: I think COVID had a
2: big, a huge impact. Yes. Um, It kind of sped up that um, deterioration, I guess.
0: And I don't even know why, but it's the same for, like, my family. We don't care about COVID. Obviously, it's been over for so long, but we just don't go to Temple as much since it ended. I don't know.
2: some reason, we don't. I mean, it changed a lot of habits for people.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I think. Because it would be every Saturday we'd go, Mm -hmm. then you do two years without going. And then now it's just like, you just
2: don't. I mean, yeah, it's tough to come back to COVID was hard on. I think everybody, it wasn't an easy time. I mean, online school is certainly something to get used to. And we still do so many of the same things we did during online school, as opposed to that few months we had freshman year of what was normal. Um, And so it it does change everything. I mean, now that it is gone, I like the the area we're in. it gives people the the freedom to do what they want to do. But it's, you know, it's tough to get back to those old habits.
0: Do you think when you're older you're going to still go to church every Sunday? Of
2: course. Yeah, no doubt in my mind I'll keep going. It's a good man. Jace, are you religious at
0: all? Or? A little bit. A little bit?
1: I try to, you know, pray here and there and, you know, go see, like, my grandpa and, uh, like, his grave or mm-hmm. try to, you know... Go to, like, the masses for, like, my, you know, relatives who have passed. Yeah. Stuff like that.
0: Okay. That's, um, temp. We're over 19 minutes now. I know we'll fly by. you have any last words, any last thoughts?
2: Mm, last thoughts. I mean, it's been a good conversation. I mean, I just, if there's one thing I could, I could say, it's just never forget the things you're given. Never forget what this country's given you and just don't take it for granted. Exactly.
1: Ask not. What? I'm, I was going to say a quote. Yeah. Ask not what your country can do for you, but for what you can do for your country.
0: Good. Let's go. Well said. That just fired me up. I just got like a spark in my body. That was sick. Everyone, I hope you take